Elizabeth M. Johnson. Uh, Brooklyn, New York native Elizabeth Johnson is a breakout author with a promising writing career ahead of her. Signed with Play T, Multimedia, and Publishing, Elizabeth introduces her first work to the world of children's books on May 16, 2021. Her debut title, Just Like My Dad, is co-authored with the already well-established author, Tyrell Player. Elizabeth's resume boasts of an Associate of Science in Early Childhood Education, an Associate of Arts in General Education, and she's currently pursuing her Bachelor of Science in Organizational Management. Current, currently residing in Palm Bay, Florida with her husband and son, Elizabeth spends her spare time baking, watching football, traveling, honing her skills as a photographer, and volunteering in the church and her local community, Elizabeth M. Johnson. Tyrell Player. Born in the windy city of Chicago, Illinois, Tyrell Player took an interest in reading and writing at a young age, which led him to begin writing poetry for his classmates. Over the years, Tyrell honed his skills as a writer by ghostwriting novels, penning screenplays, and adding film directing to his repertoire. In 2019, Tyrell released his debut novel, Stolen Innocence, as an independent author. He has also written and produced commercials for Outrageous Love Foundation, Ellen J. Motor Cultural Barbershop, and other film projects. Tyrell served his country with honor as a proud soldier in the United States Army with a tour in Kuwait. He also holds a Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology with a Media and Technology concentration from the University of Phoenix. When not fulfilling his role as Chief Operating Officer of Play T Multimedia, you can find Terrell locked in on a game of chess, fishing, or enjoying his family and friends. Tyrell Player. To come up top of your game, my name is Michael Van Tu. I'm here with Carmen. We are both like uh, financial veterans uh, from banking. and uh, But, you know, this podcast is geared towards uh, business, but every once in a while we do some lifestyle and today we're doing lifestyle. And uh, we have two guests with us on the program this morning. Carmen? Yes, good morning, Tyler and um, Elizabeth, or Terrell, I'm sorry, Terrell and Elizabeth. Good morning. Good morning, morning, morning. Good morning, thanks for joining us. Um, we're excited to talk about your book, Just Like My Dad, Elizabeth Johnson and Tyrell Flair, fair. No, player. Player. Okay. player. Okay, great. Player, like, yes. Player. Okay, great. Thanks for joining us on the program. And uh, well, first of all, I just want to start out to just get maybe a little um, uh, background about uh, how you got started into writing. Um, and uh, uh, Ms. Johnson, if you can start off about, you know, how did you get started writing? So Elizabeth, I just want you to just briefly introduce yourself and just tell us how did you start writing? Yes. Um, my name is Elizabeth Johnson. I am the marketing director um, for Playtime Multimedia. Um, I briefly got started with writing. I wrote um, a lot of different things um, my whole life, such as poems and, you know, documentaries of different things um, in my life. So um, that's kind of how I got started. But I really got started really um, in uh, my official book uh, last year. Okay. And Mr. Player, let me get a little background on you. All right. Well, my name is Tyrell Player. I'm the CEO of Playtime Multimedia. I'm a husband, wife, 
I mean, husband, <laughs> a chess enthusiast, <laughs> husband, a chess enthusiast, and I am a mentor. I love talking and, and reaching out to kids. So writing has been a passion all my life. Um, I've used to, I used to write raps when I was young. I used to write poems when I was young, but I never took writing serious until um, maybe say around two thousand and seven. Okay, so, um, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna ask you a few questions, and my first question is. What inspired you you guys to write this book? And we could start with Elizabeth first, then we'll go to Tyrell after. Well, what inspired me is uh, Tyrell basically inspired me to write this book with him. Um, I wanted to write um, my own book of inspirational quotes for women. However, um, I knew I needed a platform to stand on. So Tyrell presented me with the book, um, the synopsis of the book, just I read the synopsis of the book and with his background in psychology and mine's in educational background with children, we came together to write this book. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, did you have a question? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important uh, that we have these type of uh, stories, but um, is it, do you think it's more important now to have these types of uh, lessons uh, uh, for families? Yes, um, I think it's very important to have these lessons in families. Um, even now, today, um, some of the children are home because um, of the, um, the pandemic going on. So this is like the perfect time, the perfect opportunity for parents to have the conversations with their children. It's something that we have to bring back. We have to start a conversation. And in the book, just like my dad, it has a lot of teaching points and teaching moments, not for just the children, for the parents as well. So starting the conversation is very important. Well, you know what? Um, I have a 19-year-old. And one thing that I found out since March of 2020 is that I missed out some opportunities in his 19 years. I was not having enough conversations with him. Um, he was one of those kids that got depressed over COVID, during COVID. And um, we actually to the point that, um, you know, we sought some uh, help for him, professional help. But it, but one of the things we learned and we started doing is having a an extended conversation. I wasn't even having that many conversations. I was so busy doing a lot of things, work, radio, uh, community stuff. And I miss that. And if I could go back, I would go back and start having some extensive conversations with with my son. Um, and it's just too bad that I did not learn about this sooner. Um, how are how are you? Um, how have you learned some of these things, you know, lessons that, that are in a book that they're in the book? Um, I Either one of you guys could answer yeah. or, you know, you can take turns and answer. I'll let Tyrell take this one. All right. Um, I'm, I'm glad you said that because um, just like my dad is really a conversation opener. Uh, we, we say that we targeted toward the youth. We made it a youth novel. But as a parent, once you read it, you know, it's talking to you as well. Mm -hmm. It's speaking to you as well. So uh, I, I want to give you an example. And, and, I, and I take this, this character. We don't talk about this character too much. His name is Desmond in chapter four, um, he lost his dad. His mom gave him a responsibility. He's playing video games. Mom tell him to go get the pizza out of the oven. He doesn't. End up almost um, burning the kitchen up. 
some bad mm-hmm. things could have happened. But the conversation that his mom had should have had with him, she probably should have been had. She had a conversation about him losing his dad and how mm-hmm. he's been since that happened. How he's been just stuck on, I can do what I want. I can sit around and mope and just play video games and feel sorry for myself because mm-hmm. I don't have my dad. And that's a conversation um, that should have been taking place to change his um, perspective on how he's living. So that's why just like my dad is so relevant where we try and get in the school system and feel like it's a learning curriculum, not only for the child or the youth, but for the parent as well. Okay. Um, so um, did, a, did a person inspire you or was this inspired by a natural person? I mean... Oh yes, this is this book is actually based on true events. This story is actually um, real life. I tell the story all the time. Um, my mom, um, me and my brother, we lived up here in Atlanta. We were maybe around twelve years old, and my mom was trying to figure out something for us to do. She worked at the West End Mall on the west side of Atlanta doing hair, so she took us to Gresham Park to register for baseball. Just as in the story of the registration, we didn't have transportation to get back and forth. The coach that we signed up to play ball with. Philip McCullough, he took it upon himself to pick us up and take us to practice and on game days while my mom worked. And oh. at the time, we didn't know how far this guy lived. He lived he lived in Gwinnett County. And if anybody familiar with Georgia, Gwinnett County and DeKalb County, that's a good little stretch. Yes. So he used to come he used to come pick us up and take us and make sure we eat and all that stuff like that. So we had a lot of mentorship, a lot of conversation that resonated with us that when I got older, I had to harken back on. And then once I lost that, I saw the path I, I, I went on, me and my brother. So it's a different when you had that mentorship because you don't have that, that if you don't have a parent or a father, you still can have someone that's a positive in your life and it sticks with you. So why not have that continuously? Why not set that up with an uncle, a cousin, a big brother or something, even if you don't have your dad? So that's that's what we try and do. And that's why I tell the story that is basically a true story. Okay, that that is very inspiring because that's what our young people need. I really like chapter five. Well, I like the whole book itself, <laughs> but I admire chapter five where the coach was trying to teach the kids about respecting each other and treating each other equal as human instead mm-hmm. of, you know, that racial thing. When I think that was Justin that, um, right. yeah. Yes. I, I, okay. So um, would you say this, you know, I know this happened every day. So what is it that you guys are, trying to teach the kids that you think that you know this book is going to really you know like touch them and make them realize that we're all you know human regardless of what our skin tone is and elizabeth you could start first and you can go after elizabeth um i think that we can reach them by um going back to the basics it starts with the parents it starts with the teachers who see them every single day um, by putting this book out into the school system, it's not only um, reaching the child, but the child is going to be able to come back and tell the parent what they learned in school and be able to open that conversation up. Um, there's certain times that, you know, teachers come and teachers have the burden of of all the um, excess information that the child brings from the household. And they are, you know, they're not able to. So if you involve the parents in such as PTA meetings and meetings for the parents to come and um, get involved, then it can open up a, a wide range of things and be able to start a conversation with the parents, the school, um, and bring it all together. Okay, and um, Terrell? 
Yes, in, in my in my opinion, when I what I what I want to do and what we portray in this book, just like you say in chapter five, um, we incorporated sports. Sports is a is a format and a platform that you can incorporate so many different things, disciplinary, uh, spiritual, so many teaching formats. So in this in this chapter, where he's where he's telling them about laughing and trying to get a laugh at someone else's expense, and that we're all equal, and that it's not, and if you're going to be teammates, see in sports. People want to be part of that team, so they're willing to sacrifice what they usually do bad. So that's why this book is so good. So if you, someone that had bad grades, you want to play basketball, you're going to bring your grades up. So it's so many things in this chapter that we're talking about, but the main thing is respecting who you who you are as a person. And if you respect who you are as a person, you're not going to insult someone else. Yeah. You know this this the title of your book it makes me for the first time think about what impact that. Uh, and traits that I that my son has uh, from me, uh, I, I like the good stuff. But then you know, there's there's probably some well, not probably there are some negatives about me that probably reflected in him too. So it's like you got to accept the good and the bad. Because uh, the other day I, you know, every once in a while I noticed that he might have uh, some habits or things, and uh, I don't particularly like it but then i think maybe he learned it from me you know um so it's 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 given me thought just just um just the title of the book makes me think about how i you know being a father all these years uh do you have you guys worked collaborated on any other projects uh books and and you know do you have anything planned for for the future well, yes. Um, and I wanted to say something to you as well, Mike, because um, I have a 22 year old son as well. And his father wasn't a part of his life and he just got um, involved in his life. So mm. um, when we're talking about this book, um, it doesn't matter where you start out. It just matters where you end up. And starting okay. is the is key. So, it's so not too don't, <laughs> yeah, don't give up on that uh -huh. because now after, you know, 22 years of me um, being with my son and trying, you know, thinking I was trying to teach him how to be a man, I had to be open to mm -hmm. allow my brothers and his uncles and different ones to, um, you know, step in that role. And right now to this day, his dad is a part of his life. So you can't give up on that. Um, as far as this book, Just Like My Dad, we're working on uh, Just Like My Dad too. Um, as we okay. stated, we're trying to get a workbook along with the book and also get it in um, Spanish version and other um, in other um, languages as well. So it can impact everybody in the community, internationally, around the world. Well, great. You know, if if it can just provoke uh, some thought and reflection like it has in, it, with me, it's it's. It, it affected me before I even turned the first page, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, right. I just uh, I just think that it's a great thing to do. And unfortunately, these days, a lot of the the lessons of life are not being taught in, in, wow. in homes because mm -hmm. people are, you know, like just for me, I was busy trying to do a bunch of stuff and, and I really regret, you know, not being available sometimes. I mean, I was there in the house, you know, I, but I was getting up putting on a suit, going to work, coming back home, getting involved in something else, coming back home, you know, in and out. And I really wish that I could go back. But, you, you know, I, I, I'll i take what you said to heart. 
it's it's not too late. I can have the conversations with him now, and I can do things with him now. It's not too late. So I, it's not I, too late. I appreciate that. Thanks. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, this could go for either one of you guys. I just have um. So I was as I was reading the book, um, I just really thought about it. I liked it. Um, I, there's a lot of things I like about the book. Uh, Thank you. You know, it shows that as a parent, you know that we have to, you know, be a little positive. So this is what I came up with. I said, would you say as a parent, should we practice using positive words as well instead of telling your child that they're just like their dad? Should we try to say, I see a similarity of your dad that I didn't like and we have a, we have to work together to change it? Because in the book, you know, it's you. It was a little story, and you know, the mother said to the child, "You're just like your dad." But instead of saying that, I'm thinking, as parent now or younger parent, we should probably like, you know, try to be more positive, and said, "There's some similarity about your dad that I don't like," because it's always as parents, we always seem to. Because I was a single mom for a while, and I remember sometime I would say to my son. Oh, you acting just like your dad. And that would be a negative because mm -hmm. he's doing something that's negative. And mm -hmm. as I got older, I thought of like, okay, there can be a different way to say that. Yeah. You're similar to your dad, but we need to change you. Right. You know, we need to get <laughs> you cleaned up so you won't be exactly like your dad. So in your book, do you think that, you know, the way I mean, I understand what the points are that you're trying to give to the kids or to mm -hmm. the young people. But do you think it's better if we, you know, the parent would be more positive and try to just find a more positive way to tell them that you're similar like your dad? There's some things that you do, but we can clean it up and make it better. Absolutely. Um, you make a good point. But um, exactly like you say, when you when you think about the term, just like my dad, you, you're not going to hear when it comes somebody going to say you're just like your mom. So just like my dad, it's always used in some some way. A negative term. Negative. Or yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Or sometimes, or sometimes, in a good way. Like if you could sing good, you just like your dad, or, you, mm -hmm. or somebody does something good. A, a girl, you're just like your dad. So in this book, we 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 painted it both ways. And in the chapter with Justin, his mom was divorced from his dad. She tells him, mm -hmm. "You are like your dad in, in different way, in certain ways, but you're 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 like him in a good way. Take the good ways that you are like your dad, and that's what we try to make make it seem in this book." And that we, it's not a way to tell someone to say, hey, change the way you speak, because that term is never going to go away, um, just like my dad. So we want you to, to see it in a good light. So when you, you're talking to your child, like you say, you can use other words. You could be more endearing. That's why we the education and psychology part is speaks to a parent and the child. The child doesn't know what to say unless the parent knows what to say. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just and that's just the, the simple fact of it so when it starts in the household just like you picked up on certain things that was very key you're right it should be um that way to where you say more endearing words but the reality of it you're going to hear this term continuously so we need to make them understand that it's a positive okay okay um so my other question um that i had is what impact do you think a young child would get from this book reading it? So probably a child that's in middle school, um, Elizabeth, or yes. Um, and I taught um, middle um, middle school um, age children, so this is um a, would be a very impactful book for them. 
as well, um, as well as the workbook um, that is coming along with it. They're able to um, relate to the characters. If you had a mom or dad that are divorced, you're able to, you know, write and expound on that. Um, like you were stating, um, I also said to my son as well, you're just like your dad. And it was in a negative way. But mm -hmm. I don't know the impact that it had on my child throughout the years about me saying that. Mm -hmm. So me as a parent, I think that what we need to do, um, maybe one day, um, uh, one time we need to come to Detroit um, and probably have like a mentoring session, not only with the children, with the parents as well, because we mm -hmm. as parents need to know what we're saying and what we're doing that's making an impact on on the child. Yes. To act that way um, by maybe it's our words, maybe it's what we're saying. So, yes, I think that um, the parents also need um, this book. Um, as well as the children, I think it needs to be a family, you know, a gathering all together in order to get the word um, impacted and out to the communities as well. Okay. Um, Great. Uh, let me just jump in here real quick, Carmen. I just want to just let our listeners know uh, we're talking with uh, authors Elizabeth M. Johnson and Tyrell Player, author of Just Like My Dad here on the Come Up Top of Your Game on Anchor. Um, engaging conversation but i just wanted to update you know those who might have just jumped jumped on now but uh, go right ahead yes so did you want to respond to that um yes yes okay. i'll add i will add on to that the reason i think that um something like this is important like elizabeth say we we promote literacy here and and what i said early if the parent don't know the child can't know if the uncle don't know the the child doesn't know so it takes us really putting it into the parents head or the mentors head or anyone head that you can have a conversation with someone that is not your child about something that is positive and that's where we're, we're lacking at even when i was growing up i saw people didn't want to say nothing to me because i was behaving mm -hmm. oh, i'm not gonna say nothing to him because how you gonna respond but at the same time i wouldn't have i wouldn't have responded that way i might have would have listened to someone positive and that's where that's where we have to really really take this conversation with just like my dad and just really broadcast it to people like have a conversation with your child and the child in this book the, the kids in this book we're showing them a way to have a conversation and question your parent about certain things you know with with the, with the dad being on the road all the time with Muriel it's not no consistency yeah. there he's yeah. providing for the family but it's no consistency there it's a concern and the yeah. child has to be able to ask the parent without sounding um too grown and that's what that's what we try to do in this book. We try and make the conversation. We can't tell no one how to talk, but we can make the child understand, hey, maybe I need to ask my parents. This is a way to ask them or mm -hmm. start that conversation as well as the parent. Maybe I need to ask my child, how's it going when you go spend time with your dad? We just divorced. Are you learning the right things? What is he saying? That kind of thing. Yes, I like the lesson that was taught in that chapter eight where uh, Miriam was late for the first game and the coach told the um kids he's like you know you can't rely you have to rely on yourself not others which he's teaching them that regardless of who is absent in, you know who's absent in your life or who mm -hmm. disappoints you you got to pick up and move on you can't you know just linger long and you know so i like that lesson and i like the lesson they taught miriam that you know just because you're a good player doesn't mean you're gonna just jump be late and jump in and just think you could fill your spot. So I really like those lessons that was taught in the book. And I think our kids need to learn that. So, right. you know, that's something that I like. Um, uh, 
So just a few more questions. Um, what is some feedback you received from your readers so far? Um, some feedback that we um, received from readers, we did uh, our national review. So we got four out of four for our national review. Okay. Um, Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. From our readers, we're getting some wonderful feedback. Um, we're getting, uh, when's the next book coming? Mm -hmm. um, is this, this needs to be a series. Um, can <laughs> it, it be is. longer? So we're getting a lot of good feedback from the book. That's um, great. And, you know, um, I also got some feedback on yesterday from an international author as okay. well. She stated to me, uh, where are you going with this book? And I said, well, you know me, um, since you're international, I want to go international with it. And she said, <laughs> well, why not? So um, I think that this book uh, will impact everyone throughout, not only through the community, throughout the world as well. That is great, Elizabeth. Our podcast got 23 different countries that listen. So it will be international. So that mm -hmm. is really That's good. Great. It's really I good. Would, I will tell you exactly where we're going with it. Um, like Elizabeth said, this is a series. This is the first installment. It ends with a teaching lesson with Miriam and Ricky um, really stepping in to take her place and learn the game. Ricky is going to be a very intriguing character in the next um, book. Being, okay. that he's, um, being that he's one of those, those children that's seen invisible at home. And if you... Um, know anyone that grew up like that where they're invisible at home, they don't get paid attention, they basically fend for itself. That is Ricky. So, we're going to tell his story and bring it out into a way where he finds help and able to express itself. So, oh, okay. um, this, this, and also this book, these, these books, like, like Elizabeth say, we're getting um, good fanfare. People ask us why we want to write just like my mom. The mm -hmm. book is now we get ready to put the um, books into Barnes and Nobles. Actually, it's already online in Barnes and Nobles. So now you can actually go in the store and start getting these in the upcoming weeks. And okay. audio version, the audio version. We have been in production. I don't want to say too much, but as far as filming, if you're on our social media sites, you have so we have started production, but also trying to uh, film the trailer for Just Like My Dad. So it's a lot of things happening concerning this book. And it's been happening fast. The book hasn't been out for six months and it has impacted a lot of a lot of people already and we hope that it continues doing that. That is great, great, great. Uh, so my, my last question to you guys, what part of the book was the most fun to write? Well, um, people say the ending because you're done. For me, it's the beginning. Um, <laughs> for me, it's the beginning. Um, I really loved how Miriam um, interacted with her dad Okay. Um, my dad passed on, so I wish in a million years that I can have that interaction with my dad um, okay. and how she, um, you know, he went off to be, go to work and, you know, she was a left-handed child and she played chess. And I mm -hmm. can remember when my dad did everything for me, such as take me to track practice, you know, take me to basketball and did different things with me. So I'm missing out on that as far as um, me be, even being an adult um mm -hmm. now and um knowing the impact that my dad had on me so some people might say the ending because they're done but i would say the beginning okay okay um you have something mr player yes yes for me for me when when i when i come up with the psychological points the cognitive points and and put it with my past and what this story really is about um that's that's what i get excited about when i come up with a, a chapter and I bring it to Elizabeth and she come up with something and we put it together and then we like, okay, 
So because everything is tied into basically true experiences from my time at Gresham Park and, and mm -hmm. our childhood. So that's what really gets me excited, the creativity part of it. And and like 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 as I said, the ending does get me when I when I'm done and I can go back through it several times to see that this is uh it flows well. That's the key for me. The story has to flow well, not only teach but flows well. And so so people can understand that it's just not okay, hammer home. Um, like a self-help book. That's what I did want to create, a self-help book. I wanted a story that that can engage and, and really people can catch on to and in, incorporate into their lives. So, so where can we get a copy? That. Where can we get a copy of the book? From me. Or, or listen to <laughs> no, it, yeah. Well, actually, actually, you can get a copy. You can get a copy from uh, Playtime Multimedia and Potion, which is P-L-A-T-Y-M-M.com. P-L-A-T-Y-M-M.com. That's where you can order. It's also available on Amazon, um, Barnes and Nobles, Books of Me, all online formats, and several, several in-store bookstores that we partnered up with. But the main the main company that you can get them for from us is at uh, P-L-A-T-Y-M.com. So so one thing I wanted to say about you guys' book, I love your book. I like the fact that it's short. I don't know about anybody else, but I like the eight chapters. And then it gets to the point. So it really, you know, for young kids, they don't like to read thick books. And right. I just think this is the perfect book for them. Like and to, to be honest, so <laughs> right. I'm, I'm like, okay, you know, because kids get distracted. And so. if you want them to read this book, I think eight chapters is great it it tells them about the story and it also shows the points that they need to learn from so i think it's a great book and i love that it's Thank only you. eight chapters it's easy to read easy to read because i don't like reading thick book myself and i've always been like that since i was a child so i mean i'd rather listen to the audio if it's more than eight chapters that's coming but, <laughs> But and, I'm being um, honest, also, you know. Also, so. Mike's book is on the way, so he'll be able to share that with his family as well. Okay. Okay, great. Um, by the way, I did start out also uh, with poetry. I wrote poetry, and I published one book. But um, what I found out that poetry is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, there's yeah. so much more that comes from poetry because it just shows that you have a creative side. Um, this has been great. I, I enjoy the conversation. Um, you know, I think you're filling a void. Unfortunately, there's a void of information right now in households and families. And I think you're filling a void. The person actually, where are you going with this? You can go so far with this because right now, a lot of families are not teaching life lessons, you know, lessons about growing up. Nor that we that we normally would have been taught like my parents taught me, okay? Because um, a lot now, the, the families, and especially since COVID, there's been so much stress put on families. They were already dysfunctional families, broken families, separated families, families with younger and younger parents. And um, those lessons on life are are not being taught. And I think that is a void that, that you are just beginning to, to fill. I think this is a great book. Thank you, guys. Uh, so Elizabeth wait, wait, and Johnson. One second, one second oh, Mike. Have, yeah, before, yeah oh, wait, okay, I got something else. Okay. So, guys, I got one more thing. What okay. advice would you give to a new writer? Because I want to write a book, but I am like, I'm only on chapter three. I haven't even, I don't even know how long. I want to make it 
a small size, but then I have so much to say. So what advice would you give a new writer? You want me to answer that, Elizabeth? Go ahead. Either one. All right. All right. I got it. So this is this is this is some that's a good question because we're actually gonna be uh teaching this kind of thing, but I will give you this this advice when you create and write it, just like we did when it comes to chapters. People always talk about outline. So you have three chapters. Um, I would say create you eight chapters and have what you want to talk about in each chapter. That way it flows good. So if you start your day out waking up, eating breakfast. So your first chapter would be in the kitchen, cooking breakfast, talking to your mom, whoever it is. Chapter two, you get ready to leave, get in your car, and so on and so on. That way you create your story. It might not go and flow in there, but it makes it more easy for you. Then you can get more creative and start putting your action, your dialogue, protagonists, and your characters, introducing your characters. That's one thing you have to do, introduce characters. You don't just pop up and then you say, hey, Stacy, where does Stacy come from? Who is she? You know, you might introduce that and say, Stacy is the girl that lives down the hall. Me and her have been competition since she was five years old. You know, so that's how you create and write. That's where you don't get stuck in years of I'm on chapter three or, or uh, procrastinating when it comes to writing. Write your story, change your chapters as you go. You know, if you okay. outline it and do it that way, you get to chapter four and chapter three is different. You say, hey, I don't like chapter four. Just change it, change the outline. And then now you can change the content inside of it. Makes it easier for you. That's start now. Okay. Well, thank you for that advice. Yeah. And I got one thing. Um, can I say something before we go? Yes, you may. Um, yeah, I like to. I like to get because um, we we don't do this alone, man, Elizabeth. I like to get uh, my wife her props. I like to get my company, my team, their props. Um, Alonzo Strange, Alan Little, Paul Landry, Summer Loving, especially Elizabeth, Jane Scales, Julian Howard. <laughs> um, we have a team. Yeah, we have a team that really makes everything go and play time on time media. So I really just want to shout out everybody that doesn't get on this platform, able to talk like we do and make sure they know they, they appreciate it. And I also want to give a shout out to my husband who stands behind me um, um, for my writing and all the fans and the community and all the international people that we'll reach in the near future. Yes. Great, great, you know, it's, guys. it's so refreshing to to hear yes. when people give credit to others. Yes. Because I know neither of you have been in this by yourself. Uh, right. There's a family Amen. behind you and so people supporting you. Uh, and that's refreshing to, to hear. But uh, this has been great. Uh, we really appreciate this. We can't wait to let uh, uh, our audience uh, hear, hear this, this conversation. Yeah. Um, Just Like My Dad, that's the name of the book, authors Elizabeth M. Johnson and Tyrell Player. Thank you yes. so much for joining us here on the Come Up Top of Your Game with Carmen and Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. guys, very Thank much. You guys. Thank God you so much. Have a wonderful take care. day. We you look too. forward to hearing from you again, especially yes, with sir. the second book. Okay. Thank you, sir. Anytime, anytime. Uh, much appreciated. All right. Take All right. care. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.